0: What up, podcasters? I'm Chris, and this gentleman in the stonewashed jacket next to me is Dan. What up, Dan? Nice coat, nice jacket. Yeah, this is my 80 throwback
1: jacket. I like it. So, you good, man? You doing all right? Yeah, so, Chris, I think we had a good time trick-or-treating last night, didn't we? We dressed up in in our Bert and Ernie costumes.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we got a picture of us on our Facebook page. You should (laughs) check it out. Yeah, check it out. Did you get a lot of candy? Or did the kids get a lot of candy? Yeah, we got a lot of candy.
0: You know, they have the there's a dad tax on Halloween candy.
1: Yeah, see, the good thing is, you know, my kids are still young enough to where I can steal their candy and they don't even know it. Just don't let them listen to this podcast. <laughs> and I hear we have another special guest in our studio today. Uh, yeah, my my uh,
0: my youngest brother's firstborn, uh, Tanner. He'll be with us today.
1: I didn't know you had a brother. <laughs> yeah, I got a brother, Robbie. He was born in the '80s. <laughs> Shout out to Robbie. So, you ready to get started, Chris? Yep. I'm ready. No, you're not. I'm ready. Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so Chris, I got a question for you. Yeah. Let's if a genie granted you one wish, what would you wish for? It's only one wish. You only got one chance. What are you going to wish for? And you can't wish for more wishes. <laughs> Uh, for everybody to uh, know Christ oh man
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay you win
1: (laughs) so what's your wish Daniel Uh, I was going to ask for a million (laughs) (laughs) dollars but no the wish has got to be about you (laughs) the genie comes back and says no you can't ask for that well, I don't want to waste them. <laughs> the Braves to win a World Series. <laughs> and he comes back and says, no, I can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, money, okay. <laughs> I'll
0: do it your way, Daniel. <laughs> I know well, that's what you want me to say. Hey, this genie's not a very good genie. <laughs> so, we, we have a special guest today. My baby brother's firstborn, Tanner, Tanner, baby banana. Dude, I'm 14 now. Stop calling me that.
1: Hey, what's up, Tanner? How's it going?
0: Sup. My name's Tanner, but my friends call me Tannerite because I'm the bomb.
1: Okay, so, so Tanner, what do you like to do for fun? I like to play Xbox and chill. Xbox and chill, and that's it? Shikamasha. <laughs> yeah, I like to chill. So, Tanner, I see that you're trying to grow a mustache you've been listening to our podcast about your uncle chris yeah i'm 14 now a shame now <laughs> so how long you been growing that thing tanner two years two years yeah. you can barely see it <laughs> you can barely see your grade but it doesn't mean it's not there hey i'm proud of my grade
0: yeah, you look distinguished uncle dan
1: so you're in what grade now
0: eighth grade dude eighth grade has been so good to me
1: what's your favorite subject in school
0: it's definitely not math.
1: Oh, come on. Math is fun. I mean, I know you call me all the time trying to, you know, get some help with your homework.
0: But you never answer. You don't even care. Math should not have letters in it, bro. Hey, Tanner. Yeah. Uncle Chris, don't look at me like that, bro. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. No. Don't freaking do it. Don't do it. I am going to do it no do not freaking do it do not do it i gonna get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. I'm gonna get, him, get, him get him. Uncle Chris. Dude, you're too close to me. You smell like bad decisions and regret. Dude, you smell like Fortnite and Mountain Dew. You're getting a little too big for your skinny jeans, dude. These aren't even skinnies. So, y'all can't see this, but I need y'all to know. Tanner, for the last few months, he's been working on his man bun. And it's not quite long enough, but him still got it in a Wubble Band. (laughs) Dude, stop. So, Tanner, I have one more question. Noah. Wait, did you just call me Noah. Uncle Chris, stop, bro. Your podcast isn't even legit, bro. Oh, come on. You don't even have a brother. So I have a verse that, okay, so I was at work the other day, yesterday. And I was at the dumpster. So there was a piece of paper. I, yeah. I, it was some kind of card or something. And it had this verse on it. Psalms 118.5 Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. Okay, so I'm
1: not sure why I've never heard this before. Okay, what you're saying this was on a card? Yeah, it was like, on in, like, in the dumpster.
0: Like it was on the ground at the dumpster. Because yeah. you know, people don't throw their stuff in a dumpster, sometimes they throw it on the ground. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure why that's garbage, but anyways And then when I got home I was looking at Facebook and this lady had
1: uh this verse up she she posted this verse. I'm like, wow. Wait, the same verse? Yeah. Huh, Same wow. day. Same day. That's God talking to you.
0: Yeah. So, and, and you know, maybe lately I get maybe a little discouraged because maybe I'm not where I feel like I should be at this point. But then there's this reminder that yeah. I'm not where I was. Right. And he delivered me from what he delivered me from. He delivered me from darkness. And he's got me. He's got me. He heard my cry at the end. He hears my cry now, so be patient.
1: Yeah, because it's easy to look at what we want to be in the future, but then we see who we are now, and we're like, "Oh man, I, I'm not measuring up. I'm 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 not there." But then, like what you're saying,
0: hold up, wait—that's a song.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you, then you look back and see where God's brought you from, right? And 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 I, I do that same thing. And man, that's um, that, that's just encouraging to think about where God has, what God's done in your life, and like what you're saying. You know, you you gotta you know not dwell on your past, but I mean, it, it's good to look back and just remember what you were like then and what how you are now. Right. And just realize God has taken you as a journey. This isn't your. He's not finished with me yet. Yeah, this is not your final stop. Right. So Chris, you know a lot about Moses, right? I mean, he was on your fantasy Bible team. So, so oh, yeah, why, why don't yeah. you why don't you tell us? Yeah, a yeah about that, that Moses. sounds great,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about Moses. Like God wanted him to do something. And God wanted
1: Moses to do something big.
0: God knew Moses, and he knew that Moses by himself couldn't do all this. Yeah. He doesn't call the qualified.
1: He qualifies the called. And so Moses didn't have the best background. You know, of course, he was an Israelite. At the time, the Egyptians had, Pharaoh had ordered all the Israelite baby boys to be killed. And so Moses' mother puts them in a basket, floats down the river, and Pharaoh's daughter finds them. And so Pharaoh's daughter raises Moses in Pharaoh's household. Um, I mean, he grows up as a prince, but he was an Israelite, and and later on, he saw one of the Egyptians mistreating the Israelites, and and he went over and kills the guy. He kills the Egyptian, thinking that he did something good for his people, but then the Israelites weren't happy with him because they were like, "What are you gonna do now, Moses? Are you gonna kill us?" So he he runs away basically. It goes into hiding. And minding his own business, he's a shepherd, taking care of some sheep. And then God calls Moses, speaks to him in a, through a burning bush. So in Exodus 3, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people. He's talking to Moses. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? So Moses is probably thinking about what he's done, You know that he killed a guy, and the Israelites hate him, basically. So instead of saying yes to God when God called him to do something, he's questioning God.
0: You got the wrong guy.
1: Yeah, you got the wrong guy. I, you know, I can't do this because, I mean, you don't know what I've done, God. Mm, pretty sure I do. And God said, I will be with you. So God counters against that saying that I don't care what you've done. I'm going to be with you. And it's not anything that you can do. I'm not. I'm not sending and... you because of what you can do. I'm sending you because I'm going to be with you. And that's all you need. Philippians...
0: 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.
1: Yeah, that's right. I guess Moses didn't have that verse
0: <laughs> back then. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, he didn't even know. I mean, you know? So it was a lot harder for them back yeah. then. Yeah. Because they didn't have a Bible, to they could you just, just pull think, up a verse. You
0: just think you're going crazy because you see a burning bush. You hear somebody tell you, hey, man, just come do this. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Just come on, do it.
1: You know, it took a lot of faith. Okay, so God says, I'll be with you. And so now Moses is probably going to be like, okay, I'll, I'll go then since you'll be with me. But Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? So he's still trying to get out of it, but but in an indirect way. Like he's not saying no, but he's trying to come up with excuses. Paperwork. And God says to Moses... I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you.
0: You know, people are probably like, what does that even mean? You know?
1: Yeah, that's what I always think when I read this. Yeah. I mean, if somebody comes up to me and says, I am has sent me to you. Like, what?
0: Huh? Yeah, huh?
1: <laughs> but I guess it meant something back then. Yeah, okay. Uh, Where? Well, I, well, I, well, I guess like the interpretation you know, in the English, doesn't Yeah. But I mean, I I am, like the thought of God is I am makes me think of God is, he was, and he always will be. Mm -hmm. He's always in the present. All right, so God tells Moses what's going to happen and what he wants him to do exactly. Uh, Then at the beginning of Exodus 4, Moses answers again, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say the Lord did not appear to you, still questioning God? Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Is God a little annoyed with him at this point? Yeah, probably so. Because he's already, he's questioned God and says, I don't think you got the right guy three times already. Right, so now God's like, okay, obviously what I'm going to say to you isn't isn't enough, so I'll show you a sign. So God says, throw, it, throw your staff on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake, and he ran from it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i could see this <laughs> wasn't bothered by a burning bush right but a snake <laughs> but a snake i gotta go that would freak you out though i Tell mean get out of here. I'm, I'm, i mean you're holding a stick you throw it on the ground it becomes a snake yeah i, I just picked you ah, <laughs> take it off running I don't, I don't know if he's running more from the fact that it's a snake or, or the fact thing. that it became a snake right. you know. uh, then the lord said to him reach out your hand and take it by the tail wait a minute So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord has appeared to you. All right, so after God showed him the miraculous signs that he can do, Moses said to God, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Another excuse that he's coming up with, even though God's going to be with him, even though God is able to to show miraculous signs through him, Moses is still saying, I can't do it. I'm telling you, you got the wrong guy. And then God said, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. You know, God, God's got to be a little irritated at this point, right? Yeah. God keeps telling him, I'm sending you to deliver my people from slavery. I'm telling you I'm going to be with you. I'm telling you I'm going to give you signs and miracles. And I'm telling you that the Israelites are going to listen to you, but you're still coming up with excuses.
0: Well, I would too, really. Yeah, I would. Okay, we don't know that it's if it's him or us. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not, well, I've never had the burning bush situation yeah i'm I'm kind of glad right
1: you know what i mean yeah it, and it's easy to mistake god's voice for just i guess our own ideas and so it's kind of confusing yeah and so how do we distinguish between our voice and god's voice how do we know when god speaks to us maybe when god puts a verse on a piece of paper next to a dumpster yeah and then he yeah. sends us the same verse through same somebody day. on Facebook. Same day, yeah, yeah.
0: So, but we have to have our eyes open to him to see those things, though.
1: Right. Yeah, we got to be looking for it.
0: But Moses really had no excuse. He was just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but Moses, I mean, he, dude, I mean, he turned a sna- his staff into a snake and then
1: back into a staff, and then you'd have to. I, I mean, if that happened to me, I'd I'd have to. I'd probably be thinking that's pretty cool.
0: Or you could be thinking, okay, I'm out in a desert. I probably just need some water. I'm <laughs> yeah. starting to hallucinate. It's yeah. hot out here. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm hallucinating. I'm going man. crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So after all that, Moses finally says to God, God, please send somebody else. It's like, come on, just please send somebody else. I don't want to go, dude. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, All right, fine. What about your brother? What about Aaron? I know he can speak well. He's already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him. But take this staff in your hand so you can perform the signs with it. So God is really annoyed at this point. I mean, his anger burned against Moses. What does that even mean? I guess he's mad at him? I mean you know when one of my kids don't do what I, I tell them to your anger burns against them. my anger burns against them. <laughs> I mean, I still love them, right? I mean, I'm still going to take care of them, but i'm still I can still get angry at them. so even though God was angry, I mean he's still patient with Moses, I mean he didn't give up on Moses he said, okay okay fine i'll 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 give you your brother. he's good at speaking so I'll tell you what to tell Aaron to say. and But I think it's interesting that that God gave Moses a partner. Like He didn't just send him off by himself. Because he could have done that. God could have just said, no, go. You're going by yourself, and you're going to do it. I'm going to be with you. Just go. I'm not giving you any choices here. But instead, God gave Moses Aaron, his brother. Who was probably good at talking. Right, he was good at talking.
0: And Moses was good at
1: uh, waving his staff yeah
0: maybe he commanded like you know respect or something he has this presence about him you know yeah maybe aaron was good with words like i'm sure he could sell wasp braid to a wasp
1: (laughs) that's that's being able to talk pretty good so i think oftentimes when god calls you to do something he doesn't call you to do it alone i think god sends people to be in it with you to help you just like moses and aaron
0: yeah iron sharpens iron too you know
1: yeah Because, uh, you know, we're doing this podcast together. I wouldn't be doing it by myself. So when I started my PhD, there was somebody that I knew who started the PhD program as the same time that I did. I didn't know about it. I didn't know that she was going to the same school I was. But I was sitting in class on the very first day, and I saw her walking into the classroom. and And I'm like, what are you doing here? Oh, you knew her? Yeah, I knew her. Yeah, I knew her because uh, she was an adjunct teacher at MC. And I didn't know her very well, but I knew her. And having somebody to walk through something that's really difficult makes it a lot easier. And I am confident that I would not have survived that first semester of PhD if I didn't have somebody that I knew that was walking through that same struggle that I was.
0: Yeah, I get it, man. For real.
1: And and you know this this PhD thing, this was something that God would, God had called me to do, and, and you you know, he did not want to do it. I did not want to do it, no. And I know I've already talked about this on the podcast, but I'm, i you you don't realize how much I did not want to do this, and how much this was beyond what I could do. And God provided all these little things in my path to to make sure that I would finish to do the thing that he had called me to do. And, and having somebody to walk alongside with me was something that he did for me.
0: He loves us that much, and he knows us that well. that yeah, He lines things up in our future,
1: dude, because he's got us. He knows what he's doing. That's just so awesome to think that he lines up things in our future when we can't even see it yet. We don't even know what's going on in the behind the scenes. He's getting everything set up
0: and sometimes those things are heartbreak like yeah. you go through heartbreak you yeah. go through you yourself may make a huge mistake but you learn from it and then that changes the way you look at things mm-hmm.
1: and if it is something that god is calling you to do there is nothing you can do to screw it up yeah you're not we're not that powerful right cuz it's god doing it anyway right it's not you doing it it's, it's god working through you The only way you can mess up is by by telling God no.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for the listeners. I pray that if they're going through something, don't be discouraged because you are making a way. You are lining things up. Romans 8.28 says, for we know that all things work together for those who love you and you will use bad things you will use our struggles you will use our heartbreaks our mistakes and you will use it for our good we thank you for that i pray that i pray for the listener just be with them let them know they are loved no matter what they are going through they are loved and there is hope in jesus there is hope in you we love you we praise you in
1: jesus name amen Thank you for listening. You are loved, and you are never too far gone. Trust God, step out on faith, and watch Him change your life.